0: time of
1: Hello, dear devotees of Guruji. Welcome to Season 4 of the Chela to Chela Podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Roberts, and the podcast is sponsored by Soul Calls Infinity. If you'd like more information, you can write to me at brenda at soulcallsinfinity.org. This season of the podcast features a special series of On Kriyabons and COVID. The series explores some insights into the COVID journey as experienced by various Kriyabans as they endeavor to live the life and serve the work. No matter how we may feel about COVID, there are three things from Guruji's teachings which are rooted in truth for us as disciples. One, we chose to incarnate at this time. Two, everything that occurs for us as individuals has at its core the task and potential to bring us closer to God and represents the next step in our spiritual unfoldment. And three, with Guruji's loving care assured and recognized, we will succeed in coming to that place where only love is our consciousness and abode. The words of Sister Gyanamata give powerful guidance. See nothing but your goal ever shining before you. Each episode is uniquely inspiring, and we are reminded of what Brother Chidanandaji wrote in his letter of October 2018. Brother G writes, Never underestimate the positive effect of your spiritual efforts on your well-being, on those around you, and on humanity at large. Guruji said, One who in every way tries to uplift himself, harmonizing body, mind, and soul with the divine, creates positive karma not only in his own life, but in his family, neighborhood, country, and world. Join us now for a thought-provoking, soul-touching episode of Season 4 of the Chela to Chela podcast, Creobonds and COVID. And in this episode, we'll be talking with Pete Olson. And uh, Pete has been a previous guest on the Chela de Chela podcast. And his episode is Season 1, episode three. So if you haven't heard that particular episode, you might want to avail yourself of it. Um, It's a good listen. Okay, so here we go. Hi, Pete. Hi, Brenda. So Pete, for those that um, have not heard your previous interview, give us a little short introduction um, about yourself and, and what you do.
2: Okay. Uh, I am currently living in the town of Owanga. It's not exactly a town, the crossroads of Owanga, California, about 16 miles east of Temecula with my wife, Frederica. We live in a RV resort, uh, overlooking the north slope of Mount Palomar. Nice. Yes, very nice. And, uh, I'm a musician for the last twenty years, not counting the last year and a half. Uh
1: And and where do you go to temple?
2: Um, Either to Escondido, Encinitas, uh, and sometimes I uh, go to some events down at Hidden
0: Valley.
1: Okay, Pete. The primary question to set the stage for this episode is: Can you give us three words? that typify or describe um, how COVID has been for you overall in general?
2: Well, wonderful. Uh, Time, I'll try time (laughs) and um, challenging.
1: All right, we're gonna get into those three descriptors in just a moment, but first I wanna ask you a little side question. And that is, have you had any contact with anyone that's had COVID?
0: Yeah,
2: I've had some friends and uh, acquaintances and uh, relatives that have uh, become infected with COVID virus.
1: Uh-huh. And how have you handled that?
2: The way I've handled it is uh, to keep in touch with them and encourage them and to pray for them
1: all right okay pete let's go to your three descriptors and um talk a little bit more about that your first one was wonderful (laughs) tell us about wonderful in terms of um you know your sadhana how has it been
2: it's been good because i have upped my meditation and my determination in meditation. And I have, I've made it a point to make a real practice out of praying for others, including friends and family members who have had COVID, but not limited to them by any means. A lot of people have gone through a lot during this year. And um, so I have prayed for those who crossed my path, and the list gets pretty long
1: yes yes and um is the prayer for others is it mm, something that's that's come up in this covet era uh, or has is that your general practice
2: <clears throat> i've always i've always believed in the power of prayer because i noticed many many years ago that uh, it seemed like there like it made a difference and i I just came to believe that it does make a difference and uh so uh, that's my practice but uh, during this during this year and a half past year and a half I've I've made it more of a serious endeavor after I meditate I I go deeper into prayer and and, and I find that I'm I'm sometimes more uplifted during the period of prayer than I am uh during the meditation and my meditations I would say have been uh, deeper as well, more joyful. So that's pretty much what I've done.
1: And when you pray for others, how do you do that? Do you pray for outcome or do you pray for receptivity or do you pray for light or how how does that happen with you? Or, or does it change?
2: It changes. Uh, sometimes even as i'm doing it i think oh i think we'll do this but generally speaking i don't try to dictate to god what to do i just ask for a uh, blessing i use master's principles and i visualize them in light i chant om and um and just try and sh- send them a blessing ask god to send a blessing sometimes i just feel that they're getting a blessing other times, I visualize light cascading down on them and enveloping them um One of the things that, that happens is I wait till I feel something that something is being transmitted, something's being done there
1: that you're you're tuning in with with God's healing vibration
2: yeah, I try very much to tune in with that before I start. I use masters you know, techniques that he's that he's given.
1: Yes. Um I also have uh stepped up my prayer for others during COVID. And um it seems there's a sense of responsibility there um having been given so much and being so blessed. There was kind of a realization that I'm not here just for myself and my own progress. You know, and uh I I know John often quoted that uh to those whom much has been given, much will be asked. So that kind of spilled over into this prayer for others and for me it has gotten very big. Um uh, not just a list and not just those who cross my path, but those who haven't crossed my path. Um, those who love me, those who don't, you know. Uh-huh. Uh I, I'm seeing them all as souls, uh, like like myself.
2: Yes, I also felt like I have a responsibility and uh, it is something I know I can do because a lot of times you don't know what to do when somebody's having a tough time. And um, when I don't like somebody or when they rub me the wrong way, they always wind up on my prayer list. <laughs> <laughs> and I always find myself feeling compassion for them.
1: <laughs> and and not only that, but it's a great insurance policy. It's like, let's not come back to do this again, you
2: know? <laughs> there's, a, there's that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Talk a little bit more about the wonderfulness of it all before we go to the next issue.
2: Well, I feel so extremely blessed um and i feel content and uh this is not something that just came with covid but it certainly has made it easier for me to get through that and i love that i love that change that i see in myself over the years too because um that was not always the way i was i i was i was i was a why me guy when little things would happen that bothered me or just seemed to stymie me. And I'm just not that way at all anymore. I don't think I, I, I don't see that at all. It's just like, in fact, oftentimes when something happens to stymie me or block me or something, I laugh because <laughs> it seems so plainly part of the show, you know, something special for me to learn something from. Uh-huh. So.
1: I think that's also part of the um, the legacy. Maybe that's the word of being on the path for a long time. That you you start to relate everything to your spiritual path. I mean everything. And there's always a lesson to learn, and there's always an opportunity to bring Guruji into the picture. Isn't it so?
2: Yes, and to let go more.
1: And to let go more. Gosh, yes.
0: Gosh, yes.
2: I mean that's really to me, that's really what it what it boils down to is our expectations and our you know, our habits and our desires and and all those and I'm not saying I don't have those things, but uh lots less than I used to. And sometimes I think of the whole thing as a jigsaw puzzle that is blocking us from seeing the sky and that each piece that we remove or each piece that we're almost forced to remove by circumstances and having to adjust our attitude. Another piece comes out that has been blocking our vision of, of freedom.
1: Isn't it wonderful to, um, get to the place where you just know this path works and that Guruji is, is strong and dedicated to, um, to loving us and and guiding
2: us home. I mean, I don't know it's wonderful. I I I part of the wonderfulness for me is the state of gratitude that I have arrived at and chosen. I've chosen it and I have uh, cultivated it. I don't uh, ever consider myself to be a great yogi or practitioner or any of that stuff but I know some stuff I've done right and that's one of them and the wonderful thing about gratitude is that you can cultivate it you can fake it (laughs) You, you can just take as a mantra you can say thank you thank you thank you and before long you start to see things to be grateful for and and you can't avoid it
1: uh, I'm reminded of uh, Pete, uh there is a a quote from um Abandonment to Divine Providence. I can't say the man's name, it's in French, Jean Croissade or something like that. But um it's a it's a great book and um uh, recommended to me actually by Brother Anonemoji. Um and the quote is that there's always some way and And always at all times, that God is manifesting in our lives if we only have the consciousness to look for Him or her. You know what I'm saying? The essence of it, it's like whether God comes in difficulties or joy or um, annoyance or whatever, it's the habit of seeing that divine play and seeing that that lesson that's in there that um really does make life wonderful. It just it takes all the sting out of Maya I mean things might be difficult, but if you can go to that place or when I can go to that place, it's always um wonderful.
2: Yeah. I I, I feel the same way. And I, I haven't had what I would call a bad day for decades. And when it stopped was when I went through a depression long, long, long ago after my second marriage broke up and, and I went through that with God. I told God, I can't go through this without you. You have to come to me. I can't wait until I'm good enough for you to come to me. You have to come with me now. And so God's God walked hand in hand with me through that period of time and babied me and loved me and, uh, revealed things to me. And I saw that the things that we don't like in life are our own creation and that they're being given back to us with love in a way that helps us to see ourselves and what it is that holds us back from freedom. And I became grateful then. And I've remained grateful for that for, for a long time. I'm not saying I'm a la da you know, Pollyanna... But I'm pretty close to that. <laughs> I'm pretty grateful.
1: <laughs> well, I like very much, um, you know, everything that you've uh, uh, shared, uh, Pete, and whether I like it or not is not important. But I, the the little part you just said about um, when you were talking to God and you said, that, you know, I can't wait till I'm good enough. You have to come now uh, with all my faults and flaws Was uh, was inherent in that statement, I'm sure. Um, you know, Saint Teresa said she was talking to God, but very much the same thing. And and she said, "Give me a lift. I'm too little to take all those steps. I can't. I can't <laughs> climb all those steps. You know, send me a lift, as as in elevator." And uh, how often I have um, used that one. <laughs> you
2: know, oh, that's and, a good one.
1: And then thinking about, oh my gosh, what um, what love. What love is uh, all around us. Wonderful would be on my list too, I think. So let's go on now to the next descriptor. And this is kind of an interesting one. Time. What does that What does that have to do with COVID and your sadhana?
2: Well, I, I just can't figure out what happened to a year and a half. <laughs> because Because things that seemed like they just happened a little while ago actually happened a year and a half or two years ago and so it's it's just a matter of my perception of of time. I think that um I guess about all you can do when things are complicated or blocked you're blocked or whatever is all you can do is bide your time. Mm -hmm. There may be things that you can do, but one of the things that you have to learn to do is to bide your time and and, as, as and in, that's what, that's as, what I've done
1: as in patience. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah as, I remember, I, 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 I remember years ago, I, I was having a period where I was feeling really uplifted and I went to brother Premamoy, and, and I said, can you say a special prayer to make this last? And, and he said, but you must learn to be patient. And I had, I heard myself say, me patient But <laughs> i suppose that life teaches us what we need to know
1: you know i i think it's an interesting topic because um patience has not been my forte in the outer world or or in the inner world for that matter you know give it to me now uh, <laughs> but that patience that quality of patience i think is really i'm i'm seeing for myself is really connected to trusting in in the divine providence trusting that god knows what he's doing master knows what he's doing he's dedicated he'll never give his job up about me he's doing everything for my highest good bringing to me the tests that i need to um traverse and win you know the test of karma whatever and so that patience has to do with for me it has to do with trusting that um um uh, as someone told me so so keenly master's in charge and on schedule uh-huh. <laughs> oh i like that one you know uh-huh.
0: I so, like
1: it. and that that patience of trust, I think that that's that's hand in hand with surrender, because you can't surrender really, uh, uh. What, you know, without trust. And I I remember a long time ago, whoa, I I don't know if I even had Cree at that time, and I was troubled by the uh, difference between right activity and surrender. You know personal activity and surrender what is it will and surrender whatever and uh, and I asked Brother Dharmananda about it, and his answer was, "You cannot surrender what you don't control and right. and it of course that wasn't the answer I wanted you know but <laughs> um it, it is one that I, I thought about uh for a lot of years, and um you know there was there's wisdom there was and is wisdom in that um which i was able to garner and years later i went back to him and the question about surrender came up again and he said you have to surrender everything I thought, wow you know it's like it's like when you're in one place the answer is this and it's perfect and when you're in another place the answer is this and it's perfect. And, um, and so this whole surrender thing is, um, uh, I think it's very much tied to patience.
2: So, Yeah, I think so. Uh, the word that springs to my mind is acceptance to, you know, of acceptance of the circumstances of, of one's life. You know, what, what you said, the brother Damaranda said to you about surrender, you can't surrender what you don't uh control it's pretty much exactly word for word what brother bemalananda told me one time and, and it's interesting because uh, tell me if it did you think in terms of when you first got on the path did you think in terms of uh light shows and and experiences you know inner events and all, all that sort of thing ever not oh <laughs> well you're lucky i'd had a few at at that point before i ever got on the path and and uh i'll tell you now 50 years later what i see is learning patience learning uh acceptance learning uh, uh being content just being quietly content in your life is way more important than those flashy experiences that i had early earlier in my life mm. like brother ananda he says in the beginning god lifts up the corner of the curtain and says look what goodies i have in store for you yes and you think that this is it i'm i've arrived you know and <laughs> and then he drops the curtain
1: and then the work begins
2: and then the work begins <laughs> and the, and what is the work and the work is getting through your life and, <laughs> you know, I, I I wrote a song uh, a long time ago that says, life has a way of teaching us well, just what we need to know. I learned how to fly and I learned how to fall. Now I'm trying to learn to let go.
0: Uh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So All of that comes back to, to trust in my book. All righty.
0: The last
1: um, descriptor that you gave was challenge. So let's talk about that. However, that manifests for you um, outwardly, but certainly with the inner component connected to it.
2: Well, mostly it's been outward. I am a musician and most of my bread and butter comes from, at this stage, I don't have a band anymore. Um, Most of my bread and butter comes from, performing in retirement facilities and they all closed down so I just had my first gig yesterday so it's a year pretty much a year and a half so we've had to kind of tighten our belts a little bit Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but we're 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 both sort of tend in that direction anyway towards simplicity and and frugality I guess you'd say I am astonished to hear myself say that, as a matter of fact. (laughs) But I think we just don't need much hullabaloo to be happy.
1: Well, that's a spiritual uh, awareness, isn't it? That's part of your sadhana. Is it part of living the life? Pete, I want to go to just a couple of more things before we close this session. And um, one is, are there lessons you've learned that you can share with us? During this COVID era or because of it or?
2: You know, I think the only thing I can think of regarding that is that the things that I've learned and put into practice prior to this time has served me.
1: Yes. What I'm hearing is that um, this path works. Your efforts in the past have um, supported you in this COVID era. And you've been able to recognize that. Is that, would that be true?
2: Yes, I would say so.
1: Well, it's uh, this recognition of um, the validity. We don't need it because we keep getting it over the years. But, uh, you know, I think during the COVID, uh, at least for myself, the recognition of of how blessed we are is uh is really up there in the consciousness and um it's so I'm going to use that word again so wonderful
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. yeah
2: for me one of the hallmarks of my life is that i cannot figure out how the heck i got to master's path and and i can only think that i must have done something somewhere in a past life that was pretty spectacular because it certainly wasn't in this life. And I I just am on my knees in gratitude for that. It's the, it is the single best thing about this life.
0: Uh, uh, That's a
1: segue into uh, the last question, Pete. And that is, um, the question is, what are you most grateful for? But it, it could be, what are one of the things you're most grateful for?
2: Well, that's it. That's what I'm most grateful for. It's, it, it, you know, I have a lot of things that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for, oh, I tell you, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm grateful for my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful to be sober. You know, I've been sober for 40 years. I'm extremely grateful for that because that was a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful that late in my life, um, I found a life partner who I get along with really well and whose company we enjoy each other's company a great deal. There's tr- lots of love there. And that took some, several tries to get to that to that point but but far and away the thing i'm most grateful for is that i found master's path early in this life and
1: or at all you know for anyone that's just coming in and and maybe older in life you know we're we're talking the long game here not only this lifetime long game but but lifetimes and so we really don't know uh, we may think oh i I've wasted all those years. Why didn't I come earlier? but there's nothing wasted, you know it's all it's all good. that's the well,
2: not at all and Jesus was very clear in his parables that whether you come late or early, the laborer is worthy of his hire. We all get the same blessing and benefit,
1: well. Sometimes I think, wow, I'm so I am so grateful and I'm so amazed that
0: uh,
1: of the blessings that surround me and have surrounded me, uh, whether or not I've been aware of them. But being more aware uh, just astounds me more that it's like, my goodness, I must have. I, I I must really need a lot of work, you know, (laughs) (laughs) surrounded by avatars and being (laughs) light and, and saints and, and divine company. And I still am, you know, under Maya's grasp, not as much as possibly, uh, again, 50 years ago, I could go there too, but, um, uh, you know, it's, it's just—it is humbling. It is totally humbling, and uh, and totally fills the heart with such unspeakable gratitude,
0: isn't it?
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> unspeakable is uh, <laughs> is the key word there. I I I just can't even
1: I, <laughs> unutterable. I think that uh we we're, we're in agreement with many that are listening now is that um uh, this whole byline uh of the Chela to chila podcast is so true and and continues to expand and that is that it is a wonderful life with guruji in it. Indeed. All righty, thank you Pete. Jai guru jai ma.
2: Thank you Brenda.
1: Well, dear friends, isn't it wonderful to appreciate anew that no matter what comes or goes in our endeavors and aspirations to live the life and serve the work, that we are not alone and that it is a wonderful life with Guruji in it. Let us close with listening again and taking to heart these powerful words of Brother Chidanandaji. Never underestimate the positive effect of your spiritual efforts on your well-being, on those around you, and on humanity at large. Guruji said, One who in every way tries to uplift himself, harmonizing body, mind, and soul with the Divine, creates positive karma, not only in his own life, but in his family, neighborhood, country, and world. Jai Guru, Jai Ma.
0: This time of trusting is so clear. This time when... This time of